Ireland is competing in the semi-final tonight with That's Rich performed by Brooke. Henry McKean, our reporter, is there and he took to the streets of Turin to ask Irish Eurovision fans, including Marty Whelan, what is their favourite Eurovision song of all time? It has to be Johnny Logan and Hold Me Now because that's the first Eurovision I commentated on in um, in in. Brussels in Belgium and, I, and that was a great moment because we, firstly because it was my first one with the great Ian McGarry uh, producing from RTE and uh, secondly it was um, it, it was a winner so my god I was only in short trousers I hadn't started to shave and it was the first time that we actually uh, that I uh, experienced this having watched it as a child so at, at home with my folks so this was a very big moment I'll never forget that moment the win clearly is the icing on the cake Hi, I'm Laura Fitzakri, and we're in Piazza Castello in Turin at the moment. <laughs> we're in this brilliant, you could say massive, beautiful, ancient conservatory. You're a super fan, a Eurovision yes. super fan. Yeah. What is your favourite Eurovision song of all time? I'm a historian and Eurovision fan, which is a really bad mix, really, because that just means that I'm a complete nerd. But my favourite song's from the 90s. It's Ooh Ah, just a little bit. Gina G, 1996. She came eighth. And it's my favourite Eurovision song. You love that. Of all time. Of all time. Ooh, ah, just a little bit. That's it. A little bit more. Just a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my name is Trisha, and I'm going to have to go one of the Irish ones. And one of my absolute favourites is Neve Kavanagh, In Your Eyes. Without a doubt, it's just... You love that. I absolutely love that song, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm going to go pure, like, Euro pop and say Euphoria from Sweden a few years ago. It was just a banger. <laughs> so you are Eurovision super fans. You go to every Eurovision if you can? This is our first one. This is your first, first one? one ever. Yeah. So you love it from home? From home, from home. Every year I have all the flags. We have, you know, party every year for it. Hijack one of our friends' birthdays and just, yep, yeah, Eurovision. And how are you finding this massive celebration of love and the solidarity towards Ukraine? Oh, it's fantastic. We were in the village on Tuesday night for semi-final one and um, there was a Ukraine woman beside us and she was just so happy to be there. And when the Ukraine song came on, everyone went mental. It was insane. It was brilliant. That's rich. Can Brooke make it out of the semi-finals? Oh, hopefully. Really, really hope that she can. Like um, We heard from the jury show last night that she did really, really well and you know performed fantastic. So really hoping for for to her for her to get through tonight. Can she make it? I think she can because there's been a lot of love for her online as well. I think it's that one of those beautifully written pop songs and it is, she's she has a really good personality to carry it through as well. And she's from Derry. The last time we had a Derry girl on Eurovision we did very well. Very interesting. Gina G only eight I definitely think that should have got higher. But we have Henry Keane live on the line from Turin. Henry, how are you? Claire um Buongiorno, I should say, or at this stage, it's it's ciao, or it's as they would say in Italy, pronto, pronto. Love uh, it. It sounds great. Even to hear all the different instruments tuning up in the background, set the scene for us. Are you enjoying yourself? Well, I tell you where I am right now. I'm actually in a piazza, this lovely, huge glass conservatory. I've just had some rare sliced beef, and I'm actually drinking a cappuccino. Uh, that that's just Torino. That's just Turin. But when we take the Eurovision, it's just one massive party of love and just walking past me are some Eurovision fans with these crazy Mexican hats. I've no idea what country they're representing because they've got every flag going on possible. But yeah, just a brilliant party and great to have it back after uh, the pandemic. 
uh, and lots of build-up for Brooke tonight. Huge build-up, a lot of excitement. Uh, everyone's hoping she's going to try and get through, but she's, you know, she's up against some fierce competition, some brilliant, brilliant acts. We hope that she scrapes in and it's one of the 10 that makes it into Saturday's final. Uh, you probably can hear behind me, there's a, a large group of um, local Italian uh, children who are being shushed. So it's all very, very exciting. <laughs> are you a Eurovision fan normally, Henry? Well, Claire, you, you know me. I am prawn sandwich brigade, as, as, uh, <laughs> as Roy Keane would say. I find myself at some of the best and biggest uh, football tournaments, events like Eurovision, uh, thrown in at the deep end. And this is, it's really quite overwhelming. There's 40 countries taking part, or I should say 39 countries because Russia's uh, been disqualified uh, because of uh, the war and huge solidarity towards Ukraine. So the thing about Eurovision, no one says it's political, but it is very political. Ukraine are clearly the favourites uh, and they're, you know, they're more than likely going to get the, the jury vote and the public vote. So they are the ones to beat. But am I a Eurovision fan? I'm on the bandwagon. I'm on the Eurovision bandwagon. That's I know. The best way of putting it. I can kind of hear it in your voice. I can imagine that it's impossible not to get swept up in all of it. And at the end of the day, it is a little bit of fun. And, and why not? I mean, it's absolutely bonkers. For example, Norway have sent in Sub Wolfer, the biggest band in the galaxy. They got together 4.5 billion years ago, uh, and their song is called Give That Wolf a Banana. That, that is an <laughs> example uh, from Norway of just how bonkers it is. And, and you're right, it's a celebration of Europe. It's like the EU without, uh, I suppose, the bureaucracy, but obviously there is a little bit of bureaucracy. Uh, but no, it's, it's, it's brilliant fun. It's pure escapism. And, and the weather here, here, Claire, I'd love you if you were here. Um, it's sunny, it's warm with a breeze. I mentioned the food, the coffee, the beer, and then, you know, the music. And then we've got the big event tonight, the semi-final. Uh, we've got Brooke on. Uh, she's going to be number 10 or 10th on. So, you know, the show starts at 10 o'clock on the TV. So we expect, you know, to her to be on maybe an hour. I should say, sorry, uh, uh, local Irish time, 8 o'clock. Uh, uh, on the TV, but we should expect her on the, the stage at about nine o'clock Irish time, nine o'clock Irish time, 9 p.m. roughly. So make sure you have the kettle on or you have your whatever, if you're having a Eurovision party, you're sitting down and you don't miss her. Uh, and and it's, a, it's an explosive performance from her, lots of energy. Uh, and I, I was in the rehearsals, there's lights, there's, there's smoke, there's fountains, there's water, there's flames. The Italians have thrown everything at this. Uh, so it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be great. And, and Brooke, it has to be said, is definitely a contender to watch. She came third in The Voice UK in, in 2020. And as one of your interviewees there in your in your Vox Pop said, she's from Derry. And I mean, the musical talent that has come from the city of Derry is is, is unrivaled, I, I feel. You met her family. Tell us what they had to say. Yeah, I did. I actually, I bumped into their family and actually her, her, her mum rang me last night and offered me a ticket to the jury uh, final, which I was on the other side of the town that I'd been at the rehearsals. And I am looking for an actual ticket for the set semi-final tonight. Uh, still still looking for that ticket, but they're lovely. They're, they're from Derry. Uh, they're here in force. There's a, a huge amount of, uh, of, the, of the scullions over uh, all generations, grandparents, 
parents, uh, uh, sisters, you name it, they're all here. Um, uh, and yeah, no, how can I describe her? She's a ball of energy. I actually saw her a little earlier on uh, when I was uh, meeting up with Marty Whelan and she was getting ready. She was quite casual, quite relaxed. I wished her good luck. Um, so I think luck is on her side. And yeah, Dana, Dana obviously won all those years ago back in 1970 with all kinds of everything. They're friends. She's also a dairy girl. Also, Derry is technically part of the United Kingdom, meaning there's going to be huge amounts of votes coming in from Northern Ireland, uh, and, and, the, and uh, the UK can vote tonight. Uh, so we, we hope to get 12 points from the UK, uh, and also um, we hope to get a lot of 12 points from a lot of countries. Uh, but but it, yeah, it's so competitive. Uh, the, you know, countries put such effort in with their entries. It's hard to try and get us back to those to the 90s of rock and roll kids. Uh, you know, why me? It's hard to try and replicate that because there's more countries now back then it was 20 odd countries and now there's nearly 40 countries um, but there's hope there's hope that we will get into the semi-finals and perhaps perhaps uh, and according to, to, to Paddy Power if Ireland win the whole thing uh, they'll be down a million euro and how great would that be if uh, <laughs> we beat the bookies did we ruin our reputation sending dust in the turkey I mean we all thought it was great crack that's our sense of humor but did, did, did we blot our, our copybook in a way and, and can we claw it back? Yeah, no, I remember that in the noughties when sending Dustin. I think Dustin did his best. Um, but I think the joke was lost. And this is the thing, a lot of things get lost in translation. I've been lost in translation here in Turin quite a lot over the last few days. And sometimes jokes don't carry between all those 40 different countries. Uh, but no, I think you've got to try it and see. Uh, they didn't find it funny. Um, they didn't go for it. It was humorous. I think it was a frustration on our side uh, because we couldn't figure out how to, to get into the finals, let alone win uh, by sending Dustin. But no, I think that's part of Eurovision history now. Uh, we sent Dustin. It didn't work out. For example, we sent Jedward one year. They, they became they oh, get, yeah. came eighth, uh, back in 2011. And then we sent them again and they didn't do, uh, didn't do very well. So it's one of those things where it's very hard to judge. And remember, it's the public at home and all these different European countries across the continent, uh, Ireland and the UK, are all voting. We all have different tastes uh, and we all like different things and then there's you know some sometimes there's block voting is the wrong term but uh sometimes uh, you know there's a Neighbors, bit of politics neighborly, involved. neighborly the, voting it does neighborly, happen neighborly. it does it, it does it neighborly neighborly voting but saying that the best song normally wins this year is ukraine the best song let's be frank about it it's a folk pop song not my cup of tea uh, but the solidarity is so huge I, I can't imagine them not winning. But then again, they might not. They might come, you know, second or third. The best song might win out. Yeah, we'll but it's to great to hear that they're getting the love and even the applause and the solidarity. You know, it's all oh, it's oh, all it's the, all yeah, the good absolutely. vibes. Oh, absolutely. So Completely. are you packing up upstairs. your prawn sandwiches this evening and going to the semi-final with the Scullions? Well, I, 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 will, <laughs> I will be at the semi-final. I'll be at the arena. Will I actually be in the arena? I'm not sure. I am going to the rehearsals, which start in about an hour. Uh, to see Brooke. It will be a full dress rehearsal. Uh, I'll see that. I am hoping to get a ticket to actually be in the arena. Otherwise, I'm just going to be outside. Oh, I think you'll get in, Henry. You always manage to find your way. (laughs) Have a great night, whatever happens. And I'm sure we'll talk again. Henry McKean there live from Turin. So why are we here in Ireland so obsessed with Eurovision? For the answer to that, check out our new weekly explainer podcast, Let Me Explain with Sean Defoe. It's available now on the Newstalk app, powered by Go Loud or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll take a break.